And uh, it was the first time we talked since everything. And and when we talked, like he walked up, shook my hand, and it was a it was like the biggest thank you he could have ever given me. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Welcome to episode 64 of the Harvester Sports Podcast, your hosts, Noah and Austin. And today we are joined by there super special go- ghost. She's not a ghost. He's not a ghost. <laughs> wow. We, we've got the New Orleans Saints quarterback. Yeah, how about that? Isn't that weird? In the say? building. <laughs> Can you say that one more time? Yeah, that, that's Saints New Orleans quarterback. Saints. Derek Carr. That's right. That's right. <laughs> he said that to me while we're out there, like, thinking of stuff to talk about. He was like, yeah, Saints quarterback. Like, that feels, still feels weird. Still feels weird. <laughs> it's got, got a good ring to it, though. It's, uh, it feels good. Yeah. It's just going to take some time. For mm-hmm. sure going to take some time. At least you still got good uniforms. You got some good drips still. <laughs> Absolutely. Big part of the decision process. I'm sure. <laughs> it's like, what do I want to wear? He's like, I still kind of like the black. <laughs> you didn't want to be like, you know, drip is important. Dave was wearing that Reebok in you Texas. Can't be, you can't be a uh, Houston DC. <laughs> Look, Dave wore Reebok in Houston and he wore no fear at Fresno. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> this matters. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you want to start it with go? Yeah, I want to, we've got a lot of questions about, you know, the big stories, obviously, uh, coming to New Orleans. But I wanted to ask you, because now that you've been in the NFL for about a decade now and have had the we could say the privilege of playing for a lot of different coaches um, and you've seen a lot of different systems. So what is it um, about Dennis Allen, somebody who you played for uh, as a rookie uh, at the beginning of your career that made you drawn towards him in free agency, made you want to play for him? Yeah. um, yeah, It was hard um, making the decision. I'll say that Mm -hmm. because, you know, I met with so many great coaches and uh, I'll talk about the ones that people knew about. Yeah. I don't put anyone (laughs) Don't mm-hmm. make anyone else feel bad or something. You know? But, right. you know, I met with Coach Sala with the Jets and fell in love with that guy, man. Like, he is awesome. And I was like, dude, like, he was in Houston with with your dad, you know, mm-hmm. and my brother. And I told, I remember texting Dave. I was like, dude, I love this guy. You know, and Coach Downing's there, who, who I know. And, um, you know, and then Coach, you know, Dennis Allen, I've always loved. And we've always had a respect for one another. Um uh, playing against each other, he gave me my first opportunity and all that. And what, one thing I I loved my rookie year is he came in. I, I knew he came into a hard situation. There's no cap space, you know. There was no draft picks, you know. They had money problems and all this. And then he's like, "I'll take the job," you know. Mm-hmm. And I respect the heck out of that. Like, yeah. I'll try and be the one that helps. I'll be the one that tries to fix it, you know. And it didn't probably work out how he wanted it to, but I respect that out of him as a man, you know, to mm-hmm. walk into that situation and be like, I'll be the one. Yeah. And he ended up drafting guys that helped get him out of that hole. You know, he helped, mm-hmm. he helped drafting a lot of guys that got second, second and third contracts that are still playing in the NFL 10 years later um, from one draft and one free agent class, you know, and um, just being in the building with him and the things he would talk about and the belief that he had in our team, um, you know, we were a mixture of guys probably at the end of their career and a lot of guys at the beginning of their career. And there was right. like really nothing in the middle, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and to see him be able to bring that team together and I still go after it to where, you know, we finished the year, you know, three and three, beat, knocking three teams out of the playoffs that we, sh- everyone said we shouldn't beat them. And, but I, I just remember him, you know, instilling that in us that, that we could do it. And we it took us a little bit longer than he probably would have liked. Cause he probably would have still been there, um, <laughs> you know, but, um, it, it's just once I got back around him, you know, he, I've grown so much. He's grown so much. Um, you know, we both have learned a lot and we both have been successful in our own own rights. But there's there's still some winning and some things that we both, you know, we both want to do that we haven't done yet. And so um, I think it's yeah, I mean, it's a cool story that we get to get back together and do it. But getting around him again was nice. And that's what seems so hard about because I remember like during the process, like I was talking to you, I won't mention the other teams, but like, yeah. you're always like, dude, the Jets are making it really hard on me. Yeah. <laughs> like, because you like love those guys, all the players reaching out. Yeah. And it felt like, I was like, this is such a hard situation for Derek because this is the first time since college when you've got to like chose, choose the path of where you're going to be. And that must've been so wild for been for the Raiders for so long. And now it's like, all right, where do you want to go? You're exactly right, dude, bro. It was wild, you know, like. <laughs> Especially, you know, if everyone knew all the teams, yeah. uh, and out of respect to everyone, you know, I just won't say it, but, mm-hmm. you know, um, in their situations. But, like, to me, it was like, dude, this is nuts. Like, NFL free agent mm-hmm. is 
crazy. You know, yeah. you think the NIL stuff is crazy. Yeah. Like, this stuff is crazy, <laughs> you know. And the Jets were making it hard because I have nothing but respect and love for Coach Sala. Like, that mm. dude right there, like, I... If he asked me to do it, like anything, run through that iron gate. Right, yes, sir. I'll do it my best. I promise. Like, I'll, like I'm not even on his team, and I'd still do it. Like if he called me right now, I'd be like, bro, are you working out? But no, but I will, sir. You know, like, you know, I'm doing a podcast. You know? um, like he he has just that effect, mm -hmm. um, and he made it really hard because I I really I can't begin to express you know how I feel about him and. Coach Downing and Coach Hackett um, and all the guys in that building that I got to meet in the players and they were reaching out and, you know, Sauce and Quinn, all these guys, you know, mm -hmm. you know reaching out and uh, they definitely made it hard, you mm -hmm. know. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I had to make a tough decision because um, could I have seen myself as a Jet? Absolutely, you know. Um, but there was just something about the Saints organization from, from the owner to the general manager to the head coach to everyone in that building just uh, – you know, the love and the respect that I felt, not only I felt, but my wife, um, mm -hmm. that we both felt like, man, this is, this is home for us. But, uh, it was not, it was not easy, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, I'm glad that I'm glad that we're going to New Orleans and I'm glad that we, we found a house and now, <laughs> now, that, now my job, you know, Heather can fill it with, <laughs> with furniture and now uh -huh. I can just play football. <laughs> and that's something that was really cool to see, uh, during free agency was just all the players from, the Jets from especially the Saints, you saw a lot of it mm -hmm. taken to whether it was through Twitter or whatever, just the stuff that you see even publicly. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's a lot more in privately of messaging you and just saying like how much they appreciate you. And I'm sure that's yeah. awesome and makes a big difference in free agency, just feeling like stepping into a new situation. You want to step into a situation where the players uh, mm -hmm. that you're going to be leading really want to have you there and have a lot of respect for you. Yeah. Well, one thing I didn't, I didn't tell anybody is like, you know, at the Pro Bowl, you know, which was hilarious in its own right. Um, <laughs> it's a whole different story. But, um, when you had that dog in you, <laughs> did actually have my heart. Uh -huh. so yeah. I bet it's still in there though. It wasn't just during the Pro Bowl. Oh, it's, it's there. Uh, there's. I have a paper that said I was released um, by the Raiders, and it's it's definitely hanging up. Um, so there's a fire burning for sure. But uh, yeah. but at the Pro Bowl, you know, I I went up to Demario and Cam, and I was talking to him, and I was like, dude, like. You know, I'm going to meet with your guys, I think, and uh, hopefully, you don't know how all mm -hmm. the scheduling worked and all that. But, you know, um, one thing that's important to me is how do y'all feel about it? Mm -hmm. Because they can want me all they want. But mm -hmm. if, if I walk into that locker room and y'all are like, man, I don't know, or just tell me. You know, I, I was dead honest. I was like, bro, just tell me. Like, I do not care. You tell me exactly what you think. And um, because I want to walk into a situation where people are excited to have me. Yeah. You know, uh -huh. I'm not walking in like I'm going to prove it every day. You know, I get to reinvent myself again. You know, I get to go to a new spot and show them my work ethic and where people aren't used to it, you know, where they haven't mm -hmm. seen it for 10 years. Right. You know, they haven't, they haven't seen all the things that I'll do or the things I do when no one's looking and all that kind of stuff to help our team just try and win. And I get to reinvent that. But I said, I wanted to step in a situation where the respect and the want, the desire to win was the same. And, um, a lot of people say they want to win. Um, but a lot of people aren't trying to win in the same direction, you know, and you know, these guys are all on the same page. They all wanted me to come, you know, they were all fired up and that doesn't mean we're going to win a lot of games. Uh, you know, we have to go earn that. But what it showed me is like the respect of the locker room to step into that role as the leader. I can walk and step into that role, you know, and, and help be one of the leaders for our yeah. football team because they already have so many great leaders Mm -hmm. um, on that team, but I can step in and just, yep. I'm, hey, here's Derek. All right, let's go. Here we go. You know, it's not like this. I got to, you know, prove myself. I mean, I played these guys for nine years. Yeah. You know, I played a lot of these guys multiple times, played Tyron multiple times. I've played DeMario multiple times, mm -hmm. Cam multiple times, you know, um, you know, I, I'm going to stop naming names before I forget somebody, but <laughs> I've played these guys and that was important to me is that respect mm -hmm. that when I step into that locker room, that they, that they wanted me to be there. And so the players reaching out publicly and more so privately, you know, um, yeah. it meant a lot, you know, like I, I'm, man, I'm texting these guys, you know, probably 
a little too much as I'm trying to look for houses, dude. Are there snakes here? You know, like, are there gators here? Yeah. You know, like, Any good places to eat around here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I went to Chipotle. You know? And it's so funny, Jawan Johnson like sent me like a list of places to eat. So like I will have places to eat in New Orleans until I'm you know retired probably. Uh-huh. You know, uh, he was like, dude, I got you. You don't got you don't got to go to Chipotle every time. You know, and so. But that, like you said, it was a big part of why I decided to go there for sure. Yeah. What's the mindset with, because you talked about stepping in to a leadership position where there's also already leaders on the team. Yeah. Uh, the difference between where you have been on one team for nine years uh, and there's lots of different teammates that are coming and going during that time and you're the leader throughout that versus stepping in somewhere and mm-hmm. immediately being the leader mm-hmm. with guys that have been there. You've got lots of veteran guys on that team, mm-hmm. also young guys that are... Uh, getting drafted this next year or we're drafted this last year. What's the mindset with that? Yeah. For me, it's like, I'm always just going to be me. Um, you know, I, I don't yell a lot, you know, I get fired up, you know, mm-hmm. and I will yell on game day, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. at practice. Um, but when we're working on stuff like that, I'm going to push guys and challenge them and I'm going to look at their weight while I lift mine and just <laughs> in my own little ways, you yeah. know, just keep pushing, you know, pushing, making it uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's, there's ways to do that. And, I have to earn the respect. I have to earn their respect. And I, and I told him, I said, my plan is to come in and earn your respect, not only on the field, but off the field. Right. So that you know on Sunday or Thursday or Monday, whenever we're playing, Saturday sometimes now, right? They have to have football games on it every day. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I said, I want to make sure that you know that I did the work and you know you can trust me. Right. And I said, I'll earn that. You know, I, I plan on earning that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm coming in and I'm going to be me, you know, and... I'm not going to be overbearing or anything like that, but it, it, everyone is building a team right now to go try and win a Super Bowl. And so the faster we can just be like, forget all, you know, you haven't been here. Like I, I, anytime we ever got a new lead, like Chandler Jones comes in last year, I said, better lead, go. Yannick come in, lead, go. Like be you. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we, we don't, like if you're walking in, we don't have time to, you know, do all that. We have to, we're trying to catch up for guys that have been together for years and trying to beat those guys. And so yeah. we got to go now. And, um, I think there's a, there's a fine line you walk there, but, and you try your best to tow it as best you can, but being yourself, um, for me is what I think that I'm going to walk in and just be me. And if you're all on the same page with the same goal to win, then I don't think (laughs) exactly, you know, and which one thing that was important to me is, you know, with the teams that I was picking between all that was the, you know, I, I wanted to be on a team with a bunch of grown men, you know, um, as as your dad says, no green bananas. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you know we we want we want yellow bananas. Yeah, uh-huh. we want guys ready to rock. <laughs> you know, um, and uh, you know that was important to me too. Is so I can walk in there and they're going to expect me to be me day one. You know, because their expectation is they want to win now. You know, the, we're not all twenty two. Yeah, right. yeah. You know, I'll be thirty two here and. <laughs> Dang, six days, you know, or mm-hmm. whenever this podcast drops, <laughs> you guys can do the math. Yeah. You'll know when we shot it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, for, for me, is that that part of it was important, um, mm-hmm. was the type of character, you know, because it doesn't guarantee you wins, but it guarantees, how, you know, the, the work and the chance to win, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. That, that's, that's almost made me cry. I bring a tear to my eye. Come on, man. <laughs> man I, I motivate you. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> personal foul on you for not being subscribed to the YouTube channel. Fix it. I wanted to also, uh, before we keep going on, I know this like off season must've been stressful, but I wanted to uh, go to like a little bit more of a biblical side. Did you have a verse or two that stood out to you during this time where you kept going back to you when you're like, when you're choosing these teams and you're thinking all this stuff coming out, especially those last two weeks of the regular season last year. Yeah. That really helped you. you know, Sorry to throw you in the no, spot like that. I mean, I'm ready. And be ready in season and out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, for me, it was just the peace that surpasses all understanding, mm-hmm. right? Chaotic, right? <clears throat> Finish to the season. They don't, you're not playing. They don't want you to get hurt. They don't want to pay you, you know, mm-hmm. just in case. And I, just in case you don't come back, you know, they may want to keep you. And it's just like, if you let your mind get trapped into all that, it can be chaotic. I had a peace, man, the whole time um, that I knew that I was okay. It was harder for y'all, it was harder for my family. Mm-hmm. It was harder for, but I'm calling, I'm putting out fires. Like, yeah, y'all, I'm not freaking out. Uh-huh. You don't got to freak out. Like, I'm mm-hmm. going to be all right. I ended up getting, you know, <laughs> taken care of. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. are you kidding me? Like, 
I remember it was like, that was almost like during the whole time, it was almost like, is Derek really this calm or is he just like that emotionally distraught that he's not telling us? And then yeah. at the end, I was like, no, he's just like, he doesn't care. Like, it's yeah. fine. Like, he, I'm good. Like, we overall putting up this thing and like, oh, we gotta like fight for Derek. I was like, bro, Derek doesn't care, guys. Like, yes. we're good. Like, let's, yes. after we realized that, it's like, oh, we can just relax. If Everybody, Derek's fine, yeah. we're fine. Everybody chill. Once Derek was, if Derek was stressed, then it would have been panic. You know what I'm saying? Everybody been crying. <laughs> no, there have been shots everywhere. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Twitter would have blew up. But then once, yeah. the, like, Derek told me, like, boys, I'm good. I'm like, oh, okay, we're fine. Like, we're Derek's good. got it. Yeah, we're good. And, and like I said, like, I, like I would tell y'all, like, bro, though, what what like all the stories i would tell you guys and the mm-hmm. things that you guys know that not a, a lot of people don't know and all that kind of stuff like what's it going to help us if we yeah. start firing those shots uh-huh. mm-hmm. what's that going to do it's not going to do anything for me mm-hmm. honestly it's just going to be like fuel to a fire that doesn't help somebody else exactly and whether i agree or not whether i like someone or not mm-hmm. like who cares like it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And and the funny thing is I got nothing but love for everybody. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, if if I could have love for them and I'm the one going through it, like <laughs> everyone can have love for them. Yeah. You know, you ain't got to like them. You uh-huh. know? Um, but it's it's all right. Like I talked to Mr. Davis at Waller's wedding, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, it was the first time we talked since everything. And, and when we talked, like he walked out, shook my hand and... It was a, it was like the biggest thank you he could have ever given me, you know, like Mm -hmm. he said, man, he's like, you know, over my, you know, years, I, those things I wish I did better. And you know, this, and I said, yeah, me too. Of course, you know, that's humans, you know, Mm -hmm. we're always going to have that, you know, and we, we talked and, but he said, thank you so much for always giving me your best. I said, I can promise you I gave it everything I have. And he said, no, you gave it everything you had. And I thank you for everything you did for the organization. He went on for like five minutes and Mm -hmm. I, and that for me was like, you know, just getting the thank you for the work, you yeah. know, the thank you for yeah. breaking my back and my ankle and my uh-huh. finger and my neck and my, you mm. know, the concussion, the ribs, the this, the that, mm. the surgeries that like just sometimes a thank you is nice, you know, at the end of yeah. it. And, and it was so professional and so excellent that I was like, anything you need, you know, when I'm, I'm going to go play somewhere else. Um, yeah. But when that's done, um, of course I'm going to come back and help you and yeah. help the organization. Like my name's on, you know, it's going to take someone some years to break the records. You know, like, I'll at least have them for a while. Yeah. Still those books. <laughs> you know, I'll have a, my name will be up there for a while. It's like we've know? gone over a season. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be gone in a season. And that's yeah. something that like ahead of this, we had posted something just asking some of our followers, like what kind of questions they might have for you. And yeah. as we could have expected about half of those questions that people have are like, what does he really think about? <laughs> what do you really think about? Davis about McDaniels about whatever and it's like like people want you to you know get on a podcast and just unleash and it's yeah. just not it's not like that yeah, it's not gonna happen yeah. yeah of course I have things to say uh-huh. I'm human right <laughs> they probably have things to say yeah we all got things you know <laughs> but I ain't gonna help nobody mm-hmm. you know like you know it, I'll be honest if like if it's a conversation that matters like with these teams and they ask me questions of course I'm gonna be honest yeah you know, I told the truth to everybody and I was always told by Coach Dub, you know, at Fresno, like he was said, you ain't got to have a good memory if you just tell the truth. You right. Mm-hmm. And so I told the truth to everybody. So I didn't have to remember, oh, I told them this. I told No, like yeah. I, I'm honest with the Raiders. I'm honest with the Jets. I'm honest with the Saints. I'm honest with Fred. I'm honest with all of them, you know. And and it made it so much easier and lighter for me to deal with the whole situation because, you know, do I have things that I want to complain about? Of course, I'm human. You know, do I have things that um, I wish I did better? Of course, I'm human. You know, um, but the one thing I am proud of is the effort and the the what I gave for nine years. Mm-hmm. And to you know, Mr. Davis come to me and say thank you and all this kind of stuff. And I told him I said again, like I'm a Raider. You know, like mm-hmm. when I retire someday, like you can't take that away from me. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you can't take away what I did in Oakland. You can't take away what I did in Las Vegas. Like you can be mad at it, but you can't take it away. <laughs> uh-huh. you know? And you know, it is what it is. And so, um, it didn't end how I wanted it to, you know, it was, it was very up and down with the winning, but mm-hmm. I tried to always bring a consistent effort, you know, and be one of those guys that helped make it consistent, yeah. you know, help, you know, Hey, we're moving to Vegas, throw Derek in front of the camera. Hey, we're uh-huh. you know, this is happening. Throw him in front of the camera. You know, he'll say the right stuff. You yeah, know? Yeah. And I tried my best to hold myself with that commitment to be an excellent for them. Mm-hmm. And, and again, like everything I do after here, I hope that the Raider fans can be happy for me, you know, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'll be happy for them. I hope Jimmy does great. 
You know, my, I have a lot of friends on that team. So I hope yeah. Jimmy does great because I want them to have success because I know when you don't how hard it is. You're not out there blocking numbers right after you switch teams. You know what I'm saying? Gosh, no. <laughs> I, I still tell Max, like, up yours, bro. Like, when we play, like, up yours. See, like, see me. You it's the same it. thing with Khalil. Like, you guys are still best friends. Yeah. Like, I'm going to talk trash to him. He's talking trash to me. Last mm. play of the game, first game of the season. Here I come. And sure enough, there, bow, there he was. You know, like, it is what it is. Yeah, but, but when the Saints play the Raiders next, you're going to ask for a double team on Max, you think? Yeah, I, I bet. Hey, uh, y'all hey, slide that way. See, I can get sacked five times this game as long as none of them are Max. I'm going to get sacked 20 times by the dude over here. Y'all block the dude over there. That's awesome. I think, like, what you're saying, though, is, like, 100% true. Like, there was some things where, like, of course, you're human be mad or upset about but like i remember especially when you got uh voted into the pro bowl people were like oh no is Derek gonna be awkward he's going back to vegas i'm like no he doesn't care bro like he oh. get back to a pro bowl this is sick we're all going to the game like this is gonna be another yes. great time throw a couple touchdowns <laughs> yeah none of us throw were like hiding pick. yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey, you always gotta throw at least one pick they don't count pro the pro bowl, they don't you gotta throw a pick they don't yeah you're not sleeping yeah. right if you're not throwing a pick. if you don't throw a pick i have a, i have a theory and i've said this that yeah. if you don't throw a picky in the pro bowl you're not trying enough yeah you gotta exactly. try something yeah, or if you're not numb to the pick in the Pro Bowl, when are you going to be numbed? You're taking it a little too serious if you're, you're not doing pickies in the Pro Bowl. You got to sling that thing. You got to try and look at the, this is exactly what I did, too. Buddha was playing safety. Jair was playing corner. I, mm. I looked right at that route and tried to sneak in like a whole <laughs> shot. And it, I was like, okay, I got the corner. And then here comes Buddha Because he doesn't play anything but 100%. Uh -huh. 100 miles. Bow! I was like, <laughs> but you gotta try it. That's what. Also, talking about the pro for a second. That's all good. That was one of the things about the pro bowl, where it's like other ones went as tackle. It looked like everyone's going slower. This one looked like the most. I was like, these dudes are playing for real. Like they're actually having fun. fun. Yeah. yeah, I think it was cool to like everyone just put their guard down, just like have fun, like cook. You know, yeah. Like mm -hmm. watching some of those guys run those routes and watching Sertain jump a in cut and watching mm -hmm. you know Sauce guard someone in the back line. Like, it, yeah. dude, it was. They're competing, but there's also no fear of like, okay, someone's going to, I'm going to get rolled up because uh -huh. someone's getting tackled or, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, because ain't nobody trying to get hurt. Like you see Miles Garrett doing the competition. He got hurt on his own toe or whatever. Yeah. And like, that's a fluke thing. That's unfortunate. Uh -huh. You know, that is, that's sad, but no one wants to see that. Yeah. No one. Yeah. You know? And so I think that by taking the pads off, you eliminate it's Hey guys, play seven on seven. Mm -hmm. you know? And even that's a little different than like. You know, playing flag football versus having Miles Garrett climb over a wall. That, that yeah, would be a little. Uh, I was like, if there was an event that's maybe not in the best interest of the player, let's do that one. I'll tell you, it's maybe that one. But the Browns probably thought that. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you though, I, the amount of times the gritty was in that one day up in the booth watching you throw to Jamar was probably uncountable. <laughs> oh, I told Jamar because I was like. If I get hurt in the Pro Bowl, like the Raiders have to pay me. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, I told, I, so I told Jamar, I was like, when I, when I throw you a touchdown, because I'm going to throw you a touchdown, um, I'm going to act like I pulled my hammy you know, or something that's like really bad. Yeah. So I walked away, I was like, oh, then I hit that gritty. Yeah. <laughs> I was just and and watching, there, were, there were some people who heart skipped a beat a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I, I promise, no matter what I was doing, standing on the side or whatever, there was someone from the Raiders watching it. Yeah. Sweat, just sweat bullets coming down. I remember just like playing ball, she was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I hear, oh, look, what? Tron uh, Swaggy's deep in the gritty in the back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he has a right foot. <laughs> it was so fun, man. You gotta have, it was fun. It looked uh, like it was so much fun. But it was not awkward going back to Vegas. I, was yeah. like, I, I live in Vegas. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Vegas is home. So mm -hmm. if everyone's awkward about that, like they better get used to seeing me around town because <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like how you said that Vegas is home. I was curious, what is it about, because everywhere you've gone, you've been super involved in the community, like yeah. what you're doing in Bakersfield today, stuff you do in Fresno, Vegas, wherever you go. So I was curious, what is it about New Orleans as a city uh, mm -hmm. and a culture community that drew yeah. you towards that team as well? Honestly, my wife and I, we fell in love with the people, um, you know, like looking for a house and all those kind of things. Like, you know, it's not like looking in Las Vegas, you know, there's right. 13 different communities you can look in and this one's gated, this one has a golf course, this one has this, and then all the amenities and all this kind of stuff. And we fell in love with the hospitality and just the love of the people, the reception. Like when I came on my visit, we're at the hotel and just the guys working in the driveway there at the hotel are like, dude, we can't wait, man. You got to come here. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. we love you, man. Whatever you need, you know, all this. And, and it was just this, it felt like home, you know, like it felt like we could make this our home, you know, during the season, you know, like I could, I want, it, I honestly felt like I want to win for, for this city. Like, I want to win for these people, you know, like I just, I kept going back to that with Heather. Like it just felt like family 
and um, and I, I tried my best not to say like uh, Brian Kelly, a family. You know? <laughs> yeah, so I went back to Louisiana. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I was like, I was like, if they ask me to speak at this Pelicans game, I, I might have to say his whole speech. <laughs> exactly, I might have to do it. And I was like, people are going to think I'm lying when I say y'all and all that. Uh-huh. They're like, because everyone, everyone's like, you're from California. You don't yeah. have an accent. I was like, yeah, people if, already have a weird thing with your accent. Where, bro, where, where, I, <laughs> it's people a, want to talk a lot right, about the way you so, talk. All right, so, okay, I, I went to the Saints because um, a lot of reasons, but we fell in love with the people. Can yeah. I answer that? Mm-hmm. Now my accent. <laughs> Look, bro, after fifth grade, uh-huh. let's, let's just stop there. My <clears throat> whole mom's side of the family is from Texas. Yeah. So that's all I heard growing up. We mm-hmm. and we were we all I didn't really know my, you know, dad's side of the family, uh grandparents. We hung out with my mom's grandparents, you know, parents. And so like everything was y'all, everything's well, fix you a cot in the corner, honey, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, you know, that's how it was. And then so I grew up that. And then I go from which the Central Valley is very Texas. Yeah. You know? And so then I went from that and I went to Houston. So now I'm living in Houston from fifth after fifth grade, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh. I grew up in Houston. Mm-hmm. So as I'm, my voice is changing. Like, <laughs> like I'm literally growing up there. Yeah. Know? Like saying y'all and fixing, mm-hmm. we're fixing to go over here. Like uh-huh. y'all come on over whenever you want. Like, and so like when it comes out, like. I was like, I don't know what y'all expect out of me. You know? <laughs> like, this is exactly where I grew up. Just yeah. because on you pull up my bio and it says Bakersfield or Fresno. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, people hear one interview, Google, where is Derek Carr from? And then they see Bakersfield and they're like, oh, he that's faked not his accent. Yeah. Like, it's just like I wear eyeliner. I'm like, yeah. bro, like, shut up. Like, bro, what are we talking about? Honestly, y'all just mad. Y'all, didn't, y'all weren't blessed. <laughs> That's the next level of hating when you're hating on a man's eyes. What are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah. I mean, these things are beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I don't get it either. But like when I listen, I'm like, I see it. I'm like, what are people talking about? It just something like talking normal. Yeah, like, what, like we're gatekeeping the word y'all. Yeah, I'm like, what are yeah. We, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, y'all is only if you were from here. And it's like, oh, funny enough, I was from there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's my whole family. My, my auntie Helen uh-huh. traveled in stagecoach from Oklahoma to Texas. <laughs> And they used to go get groceries on their horseback and come back. I was like, yeah, that's my family. Mm, and like, so, sometimes yes. I say y'all because I listen to a lot of country music. Something <laughs> rubs off on you. You never know where it comes from. I, that's awesome. I'm more concerned like how your accent isn't, isn't worse. Or like Taiwan and West because we were, it's like Houston and Bakers of New York, uh, Carolina. I'm like, yes. what is that accent like? What is that accent? <laughs> Especially when we don't even know Papa's origins. Yeah. We're like, dude, we're a mixed uh, bag. Yeah. And then Tyler claims that he doesn't know the months of the year because he, uh, yeah, he moved from New York to Bakersfield, and that month he missed class. And that's why he doesn't know the months of the that year. That was the time yeah. taught him. He that said we were battling the months, and when I moved over, we started doing numbers again. <laughs> numbers, numbers, numbers. So he got twice the So he yeah, should yeah. be really good at numbers. Yeah, he's so he really got good twice at numbers. numbers. He actually is. Yeah, he's pretty good. He is pretty good. He's our stat guy. Supposed to be. That's why he's our sad guy. <laughs> the worst. Hey, uh, Tyler, let's uh, he pulls up Derek Jeter's bad <laughs> People still bring that up. It was the he, funniest thing ever. Ten times out of ten times, he will pull up a stat. It might not be the stat yeah. you want, but he's got stats. Oh, he'll pull up a stat. Yeah. Also, I wanted to ask: Are you pulling up to a Fresno game with us when Ty's there? I hope so, because the scheduling. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Um, like I can't even. I don't even think I can go to the spring game. Yeah. Because we, it's the fifteenth. I think so. And we start the seventeenth, mm-hmm. and so I have my men in New Orleans. Yeah. Um, but obviously, I have to like see Ty Cook. Oh, <laughs> that reminds me of a video I wanted to get your take on. Okay. You seen this one? Oh, that's oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Y'all are gonna show that, right? Yes. Oh yeah. No, that's that's getting put oh, up there. Swaggy getting repeat. pancakes. So what, <laughs> what the next is. play after Ty did get yeah, him back. But we he don't get him we back. don't I'm show the second. We're focusing on that. No, no, not show the second. Clip. <laughs> so uh, I never forget Terrence Dennis. I hope he sees this. There's a long shot that he does. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's a follower of the Harvester. Okay. <laughs> Most people are. Yeah, most people. Most people are. You're right. (laughs) Just tell Elon to post it. Yeah. Um, So, Terrence Dennis, we're playing a scrimmage, and it was my first year, and I'm sprinting for the goal line, and uh, Pat Hill made me live all spring Mm -hmm. uh, because we were competing. He wanted to see if I could take the hits, and you know, I was 185 pounds soaking wet, you know, Mm -hmm. to see if I could play. (laughs) And so I'm running for the goal line, and I've already been hit by the whole defense, you know, because I'm playing with. 
I'm new, so I'm in the third team. You know, then I got to the second team, and and so like I got a lot of young guys on my tackles. You know, <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I, it, whatever I'm running, and Terrence Dennis hits me in the side of the head harder than I've ever been hit in my life, right at the goal line. Wow! <laughs> Knocks me all the way up to the red wall. You know, mm-hmm. at Fresno State, and I was like. Welcome to college football. You know, that <laughs> mm-hmm. was like a moment for me. Uh-huh. That's not as bad. Ty's moment will come. But that, it reminds me of a moment where you're just doing a drill and all of a sudden, yeah. you just feel <laughs> like it doesn't even look like he's trying, but the power no. <laughs> of someone that's maybe bigger and stronger than you, you feel it for the first time. Yeah. Your knee buckles. You that, know? That's what Tasha told me. He said, bro, no, you're supposed to get pancaked in this drill. I was dying laughing. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> It's like how they, uh, how like fighters like train like how to go down right to where it doesn't hurt you as much or whatever. Like sur- like surfers that work on like the right way to wipe out. He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you want to know how to get pancaked. Yeah, you gotta you gotta you gotta eat that. Now. He also showed me for the podcast. He said, should we talk about? it? I'd never seen it. You punting in at Fresno, yeah, yeah. against New Mexico. Yeah. That's one of the greatest punts I've ever punts seen. Of all time. I punted ten times in college. I've showed, oh, you well, I've only seen the one. He you showed want, us one every you get it on like the inch line. I'd have to pull up the stats if our stat guy was here. <laughs> okay, I think I punted ten times. Nine inside the twenty. Because <laughs> we're kicking from the fifty. Uh-huh. <laughs> so was it? It was it always like a fake, fake. Yeah. What, what would you even so, call it? So, fake pass punt. Is that so, what that would be? So it, I would be at the last scrimmage, and I forget our rule, but Coach Shram, I'd look at Coach Shram, and he'd go like this, like he'd point uh, at at his foot. I think it was if we punted it, or or he'd probably point to Tay or throw it to him, you know. And so I'd call. It was basically I was trying to throw it to Devonte, and if Devonte's route was doubled or didn't look right, then I punted it. And so um, we went for it on fourth down like all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's hey, the only way to get to 5,000 is you got to throw that thing. <laughs> so you need all four downs sometimes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> and, uh, and so that's basically what it was. But mm-hmm. I remember I punted a lot my junior year, a couple times my senior year, mm-hmm. I think. But, but so that's an option about every time when you like when you when we pass the right you're around running 50. an option where you can pass it if you like what you see. Or so I, I like to see if not, I made a check and they would protect it as a punt. Yeah, that's also the wildest option yeah. ever. It's I guess either I'm gonna bomb it or we're gonna punt it right here. Yeah, I'm either throwing Devonte a touchdown, <laughs> or it's a punt, or yeah. I'm gonna punt the ball. <laughs> so just get ready, yeah, guys. It's, which is be, a, it's either special teams or throwing it. It's gonna be in the left guard. Yeah, like what? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna get my, my pass setting here. Yeah, the game situation yeah. in which you're like, we're either going for it on fourth and ten, or we're just punting it. It's yeah. like <laughs> it's like is this a close game? What's going on? Yeah. Never. I was never. I never sat in one special teams meeting. Um, um, never one time, and I think I punted. I might have punted more than our actual punter that year. <laughs> we, had a, we had a pretty good offense. Oh yeah. yeah. Hey, has Kachi not subscribed to our YouTube channel? Change that. One question that I had, totally shifting gears, is yeah. that um, throughout the time you've been in the NFL, which has been a while now, you've always been super open about your faith, uh, super vocal about that, and I was wondering. Uh, what your perspective is because just as a fan who watches a lot of games a lot of interviews it feels like lately athletes have become increasingly more sort of vocal and outspoken about their faith i was just Mm -hmm. wondering if that's something that you feel like you've noticed because i think that guys like you have been uh, super influential in making that happen yeah i think um you know a a lot of people would be very surprised a lot of people i saw as you got higher in the ranks you found more and more believers um, for whatever reason, you just find them. Um, a lot of guys, um, I'd say become more outspoken recently because everyone's outspoken about everything. Yeah. You know, um, well, everyone's got a platform and everyone's using their platform now. Everyone's, I think more guys are using their platform. I mean, you see everyone posting on Instagram, especially football guys in this kind of period, like from now until the season, like just did a talk with so-and-so or, you know, they're, they're speaking out there. You with social media and with podcasts and with YouTube and all this kind of stuff, a lot of guys, more people are seeing their faces rather than just after a game on a Sunday interview. Yeah. You know, not just when you're out of breath, sweaty on the sideline. Exactly. You're, you're getting more, uh, um, I mean, the picture of who they are is still like this. Like people have a picture of me in their head and who it actually, who it actually is, is like 10% of who I am, mm-hmm. you know, cause they don't, they're not around me. They don't know me. Like everyone has an opinion about all these guys, but you don't really know them. But you're getting a bigger picture than what it used to be, right? You know? And and some guys take their platform, and you, you know, like Will Compton and you know Taylor, they, they've taken their platform. Now you know who they are, you know, yeah. like because it's so big, you know, and it's awesome, and it's cool to see them in their element, you know. And I think guys like sharing their faith and stuff. I think you're finding to hear that more because one, I would say this too, like you know, 
LeBron was starting to get really outspoken about political things and different things in his life and in his school and this kind of stuff. And I think when a guy of his stature begins to speak out on what he loves and what he's about, you know, more guys feel comfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, and I think that's, if I'm honest, like, that's why you see some guys come out saying, yeah, this is what I believe, man. I love Jesus, you know, and that's who I serve. I have one master, you know, mm -hmm. and that's it. And, you know, you see some guys standing for this, standing for that. But I think it's coming out more, especially in the day we live in. And I think it's a beautiful thing. Um, I really do. Because, you know, for me, I, I grew up seeing guys do that. And I just said, you know, it's always a challenge. Because if you're going to be about it, you got to be about it. Uh, when it's hard, when it's easy, you know, you, that's if that's who you are, that's who you are. And um, I think you're seeing more guys be outspoken because they have more confidence in just being able to be free in who they are. And I think it's a good thing. And just a few minutes ago, we saw DCA uh, with uh, CJ Stroud, and CJ Stroud shouted out, "He's like, uh, before I, what do you think? I just want to, you know, give thanks to my Lord." And I was like, "That's beautiful. That's great. That's awesome." And I mean, we may be playing twice a year, you mm -hmm. know, which would be crazy. <laughs> which would be very, uh, but you know, but CJ, CJ doing that, especially as a young kid, especially you know, with the draft coming up, what would people think? Like, man, just you know, one thing I learned to um, in professional sports is if you're just who you are. You know, whether everyone agrees or doesn't agree, right? A lot of us can agree on a lot of things. A lot of us can disagree on a lot of things, right? Mm. It's hard to get even the same team to agree on one thing. Yeah. Right? Um, when everyone's going for the same goal, right? Mm. Um, but if you just are here, Marshawn Lynch would always tell me, like, or he would always, I would always watch him, I should say. And the respect that he would have for people that were just honest about who it is they were and what they felt and how they thought. He respected them so much. You know, I mm -hmm. learned so much from him. And honestly, that's really how the NFL is, you know, is just, man, just be you, right? Yeah. Don't be fake. I think mm -hmm. the fakeness is what drives people crazy, you know? And right. I think that that's where I think you see a lot of stuff like in the faith uh, about about being Christian um, and, and serving Jesus. I think that a lot of people have seen fake. And when they've seen fake, now everybody's fake, right? And I think that, we got to kind of switch that narrative and mm. that it is possible to really live it out, you know, and yeah. hopefully, like you said, more guys are doing it and saying it. Hopefully they continue to do it and people see it. And that actually takes us sort of into one of the, I forget exactly how we word it, but one of our fans asked a question that was kind of just, um, as somebody who is outspoken about your faith and also in, um, such a public position, uh, where everything you do is under a microscope, uh, does it start to feel like you're held to, I mean, the fact of the matter is you're just held to a standard that a lot of people aren't. I always see the comments anytime that you show any emotion. Well, he's getting angry. It's not Christ thing to do. He's angry. Why is he angry? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. not very Christian of him. Like, it's not a, a man like of God thing to do. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're not allowed to have emotions yeah. if you're a Christian. Yeah. Jesus got angry. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so these, theolo these theologians. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Is, that, is that ever feel like a lot of pressure to kind of have feel like you have to wear that or no, I, I live free and I, I live free from man's approval. And, mm -hmm. and if the Lord convicts me of something because I said something wrong or I handled a situation wrong, I'm going to ask for forgiveness and I'm going to ask that person for forgiveness. Like I'm saying, so, yeah, you know, that's on me. I'm sorry. You know, I've, I've, I've had it with teammates where I yell out and I spat out and I was wrong, you know? And I'm like, dude, Hey, come back to him a couple hours later or the next day. But like, Hey, I, I apologize, man. Like that was a bad situation. I'm sorry. You know? And mm -hmm. I know it's weird right now, but Hopefully you can forgive me. We just move on, you know, and I, I've done that, you know, because mm -hmm. I'm human, but I live free from any of that. And Carson Wentz's foundation is called audience of one. It's based on yeah. that same concept of just, you know, yes, that if you try to live for everyone else, then it's Ooh. not going to work. You're going to be tired. Yeah. <laughs> you try to please everybody, you know, mm -hmm. but yeah, anyway. Um, okay, so now there's going to be some fan questions from people you know and some from uh, actual random people, but one that you might know, uh, Tyler wants to know, uh, out of our family and friends, you put Noah and Nick in there if you want, okay. who are the top three best man players in our family? He said, uh, don't count okay. yourself. Not counting myself? Did not count yourself. These days, this left thumb is different. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you can get rude because I know the group chat's about to pop off after this one. Goes Austin's Austin with Ted Hendricks <laughs> is a, a nice, I'm going to say this, is a 98 out of 100. Mm-hmm. Only because you're not 100 out of 100 because of play action pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's no. in there. <laughs> he, he's in there buying on the play in action. In there, probably wrong gap. Too. Play, play action pass in the wrong gap. 
hitting the hitting the running back or hitting the quarterback <laughs> or giving up an explosive. Yeah. <laughs> it is a risk. Uh-huh. The definition of risk reward. One hundred percent. But Austin is Ted Hendricks at middle linebacker is one of the most <laughs> insane things I've ever seen in any video game. Like I'd put I'd put you as Ted Hendricks up there with. Cooper on a twitchy video game, <laughs> like Call of Duty or something. Like, it's ridiculous. Uh, okay. You at running back, you're trash. <laughs> Dang. Okay. You're trash at running back, bro. Well, dude, but I'm, but your potential mm-hmm. that's, that's where is an A-plus. That's good. <laughs> and I only said trash. That was a harsh word. Yeah, it's okay, but I needed it, I think. I think you needed it. <laughs> he needs to hear it. I need because, to, it needs to be said. Like, after this, let's just go. I'll teach you how to see, like... The that, techniques, if it's outside zone, inside mm, zone, power, like yeah. slow it down. What you, where your eye? If I can get your eyes focused, you're a focused man. Yeah. So I think you can become probably the greatest dual threat player <laughs> since Bo Jackson. The problem is with that that AJ Dillon Sorry. card we've Sports. got. Yeah. Dual. <laughs> yeah. sides of the ball. No, I'm, yeah, I am the perfect athlete. With, with, <laughs> with, with the athlete. AJ Dillon quadfather one, is that he takes the wrong gap, but then still gets ten it's yards. Not worse. So that's what I'm saying. It me. tricks you into thinking like, oh, he's really good, but he's actually. I haven't played enough with Noah to have like a scouting report, but Noah's not bad. He's not a bad player. And people might not realize that if. You were mic'd up during a football game, and you mic'd up during a Madden game. I think it would sound really similar. It's really similar, the, yeah. Like the level of audibles, the everything going on. The, I, the panic in the group chat yeah. after you said run a whole shot, yeah, the it, panic in our group chat was wild. Derek, I wish you could have seen my face when you, when you said, all right, Noah, run a whole shot, and then snap the ball. <laughs> this little guy went. <laughs> I don't know where to go. In my head, I'm I like, thank God I'm not Noah right now. As, as I was running, I said, like, whole shot. Okay, so hole between the safeties? Or is, where, where, where's the hole at? Is it cover two, cover three? That's so funny. I was, I was like, well, it's got to be the hole between. I'm, I'm shooting the hole between someone. I just don't know yeah. which hole it is. No, I would say that you guys' potential is high. That's because good. you guys are raw at fo- mm. the, the the football knowledge that yeah. I'm trying to play at. It's not a video game <laughs> level, you know. No, he's giving us real like read. I'm like, dang, bro. All right, let's go. Like, you're gonna run choice route. Push in at the will linebacker. Mm. Break across the face if you can. If not, whip it back out and I'll put it on. Like you're like, that's the worst. You go do this. Hut. I'll go. Okay, going out. Versus where and the guy doesn't move. Yeah. <laughs> all the routes are going just right there. That's like the difference between that and when I was playing quarterback last night. Nick didn't like. He complained about the route I put him on. He said, "Don't put me on a drag out." So I just put him on blocking the height of the ball. Yeah. <laughs> that's, awesome. that's good. Nick, Nick's good. Nick's he's, solid player. He's getting better. Yeah. No, he's getting better. Mm. The first time we played, I think he went zero for seven with four pickies. Yeah. It and was he, all to a D lineman too. All he, to a D tackle that kept backing up. He didn't understand cover zero. <laughs> I think he's he's most improved. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Ty's really good player. Yeah. I'll say you got two more to pick. You, so Ty is a mm. good player. Darren will get you a sack anytime you want it. Mm. Okay. But when you tell him to run a route, he'll run it. But then, like, I think he sees sometimes, like, he'll, like if I tell him to run a flat route, and he's, he actually gets better at this, yeah. he'll run a flat route, but then he'll be like, oh, I see something. He'll just cook, and yeah. I'll throw it out of bounds. Like, Dang it. You know, like, that, I, yeah. But I see what he sees. Yeah. I think people don't understand. When we're playing Madden, I'm like, it's we're playing against two or two uh, NFL quarterbacks and then a college quarterback. I'm like, dude, this is the hardest thing ever. They know what's going on. I can't trick them. <laughs> but Darren, Darren's get, like, Darren will get you a sack or stop your run game, mm-hmm. like, if you're like running the ball back there, and he doesn't even do anything. He just go to the three technique. Uh-huh. I don't, I don't, I don't know. How he does it. Yeah, he beats everybody. It's ridiculous. And, and then DCH just realized so, he's like, I'm just gonna run NCAA football. He's so just- <laughs> Dave is funny, bro. Dave is. Me and Dave had one of the greatest mad matches. Mm-hmm. Like if if we recorded it and you heard the audio, uh-huh. and if I could somehow put what was going on in both our brains on paper, <laughs> like I made an audible. Like, you know how like, they, like, go a certain direction? Uh-huh. I made this. I did it earlier in the game, and I threw something at completion. Mm-hmm. Then I did it, and I did it. And then I did it, and I knew that he knew it, so I did it. Mm-hmm. But then after he does it, you know, you can sneak one in for the other side. Yeah. So he goes like this, and I snuck one in because I knew he thought I'd do this. Uh-huh. But he knew that I was doing that. And then he doubled it, and I went here, and then I went back and threw the completion over there. And, and we both, I'm not kidding you, we both laughed for five minutes because of the chess game. Yeah. Because I was like, yeah. I'm like you knew it was like, oh, but it was insane. So mentally, uh-huh. We're, bro, we're playing at a different level, you know. When we're playing Ted Hendricks and stuff, my my mental game, 
Like I just have to, I have to, mm. I have to slow my breath down. It's like he's gonna do something fake here in a second, and I just gotta. Take I think that's what a lot of people have to understand oh, when we play Madden. It's like it's not all real. There's it, dudes gonna oh, jump thirty feet in the air. You just yes. gotta accept it, dude. Like when they're at the line of scrimmage and pick off a seam, like I'm like, I've <laughs> never seen this in my life. You know, like come uh-huh. on. But and then Brandon, Brandon's a good player. Mm. Brandon's a good player. Ty's a good player. Um, Darren's good. I just top three though. You mm. and Ted Hendricks. I'll give that. Mm. Probably Darren as a D lineman. Mm. Like, kid you not, like, you guys know. Like, you oh, guys, we know. Yeah, we know the D lineman. He sacks every time. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you see Darren on, you guys will slide your line. Mm-hmm. Darren as a D lineman. Brandon does everything. Mm. I can't put myself in there. Like, that's crazy. Me at free safety, me at quarterback, <laughs> me at kick returner. <laughs> He's saying every position. Me at receiver. <laughs> I'm the greatest free safety in Madden history. Yeah, I will say one thing. DC8 uh, is probably in the top three for quarterback. The man cannot play wide receiver. He stresses me no, out. No, no, he can't play receiver. Yeah. But he he probably is the best Madden quarterback. He's really He's good. the best. Yeah. Because I think he kind of understands that's going to be fake, so he kind of works with it. He works with the fakeness, and I'm trying mm-hmm. to be so real. Yeah, he's trying and to break it. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. like, this is what makes me so mad. Like, DCA I'll, leans into the I'll cheese I'll run more. a route like, to get your eyes or whatever, uh-huh. and you'll bite, and I'm th- – so, like, in my in – my, in my yeah. world, I got you to bite. Boom, here I go. And, like, the windows, it just yeah. happens, you uh-huh. know? You'll bite, and I'll throw it, and all of a sudden you're like – Yeah, and then Ted's Pick. just – I'm like, bro, whatever. <laughs> you're running that way, you know? Yeah. Uh, like, the other day, like, your guy was running backwards, and I threw something in front of him and because he had acrobat. Yeah. As he's running full speed that way, he dives in front of my guy. I, yeah. I almost lost it. <laughs> I was like, you know, if I could just have five. Yeah. Five, give me five days. <laughs> At the old EA. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. You got to be one of their, uh, like, Ocho Cinco is right now. You got to be one of their boys. Oh, you know, like, they be hating on me, though. <laughs> They're all about what's popular and famous and what's, mm. uh, who's winning. Yeah. Like, as soon as our team wins, my, I'm an 88. As soon as we lose, I'm a 78. I'm like, <laughs> like it's all our guys, not just me, but I'm just like, yeah, come on, bro. Well, sometimes it's also not even just the overall, but, like, the, the specific stats where you dive a little deeper where I'm like, yes, I'm like, Derek's accuracy is what? Isn't I thought that was. Yeah, I thought I thought they just be reading. I thought that was a strength. They just be be reading stats, bro. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I I feel like you should be able to just if I if we were just in a DNA room. Yeah. What's the man's DNA? Put it. Put that on the stats. Uh You know, (laughs) let the man cook. (laughs) You know about the AKA cards, right? Like Quadfather. What do you think? What would your name be if they gave you one? Oh man. I feel like there's a few good ones for you. We could we could get you a few. What like what you think? I probably put I probably put dog. Just one of them. Dog. I, I use that a lot. The dog father. I am uh, the dog father. Yeah. Over Bakersfield Christian High School. Oh, the that's do- good. The dog father's good. One. They gave me that one. Mm-hmm. Um, oh man, I don't know. Probably something for like end of games. To something. Now that since your uh, your nickname, most popular name has always been DC Four. Were you at all oh, worried that, that you were gonna? lose four no. during free agency were you worried you were going to lose four i was no? actually excited i was going to pick a different number he was giving us his numbers and there were some great no- cho- choices yeah. on there that's where one mm-hmm. three seven and then 13 was another one because uh-huh. pop my dad yeah and three plus one is four and so i thought not because he wanted to be like hunter yeah well, I, well he is the goat <laughs> exactly. hunter Renfro is the greatest football player of all time <laughs> It's not, it's not even controversial to say that. Yeah, no. So, <laughs> the sky's blue. If anyone has a problem with that, you have a problem with me. <laughs> and Dabo Sweeney. Yeah. We have uh, yeah, another fan question. So last time DC8 was on, this one might be controversial. He gave his top five quarterbacks list. I was wondering if you want to give yours. All time. Oh, all time? Yeah. Oh, gosh. You know. He threw, a, he threw a modern day guy in here. You don't have to. And he said excluding you. So Excluding me. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um. You don't gotta ex- exclude uh, Dave though. Yeah, you can put Dave in there. So David Carr. <laughs> he also added, uh, told me to say, uh, if Peyton's not your number one, he'll be mad at you. No, he knows Peyton's my number one. <laughs> Peyton knows Peyton's yeah. my number one. <laughs> oh, there's so many. Peyton, Tom, you got Brett, you got Elway, Marino. Oh my gosh, Breeze, like. You got so many guys. And you know what I love what they started doing in basketball? That's why I don't like lists is like, because I've definitely probably forgot someone just sitting here yeah. um, that I would actually want on there. Mm-hmm. You know, what they started doing is like, just let the, let the man have his era, you know? Yeah. Like, let, like mm-hmm. Peyton was great. 
Tom was great. Mm-hmm. You know, Brett was great. I think yeah. it's a lot better giving them a decade and be like, this dude's the best this decade, this decade. Yes. Yeah. I think it's Tom, a lot better. Tom played for so many decades. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> He's got so many. Uh-huh. You know? um, but, you know, I just, like, why can't they all just be great in their own way? Well, that's yeah. what we were talking about before was like with basketball, you know, everyone's like MJ or LeBron. I'm like, I'm not ever going to argue that Kobe's everyone's objective goat, but he's, yeah. if you ask me who my goat is, that's what I'd say. <laughs> and I'm not going to argue against mm-hmm. someone else that says someone different. 100% Kobe's my favorite. Mm-hmm. You know, Kobe's 1000% my favorite because of the mentality and not saying the other two don't have it. They obviously have it because they're great, you know. Right. Yeah. But just the way he carried himself and the clutch shots and the, the like, I'm kidding you not, every time I throw a game winning pass or like something to put us in field range and mm-hmm. make the winner, like, like that's I feel like Kobe, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like that's just how I feel, you know. Like him standing up there, just mm-hmm. on his chest, you know. Like, you know. <laughs> like, then I think that why can't they all just be great? Yeah, you know they're all great, man. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's certain to accomplish what we try and accomplish. Like the work that goes into it. I don't want to degrade anybody's work. Yeah, and that like just like you said, like you forget one dude's name, and then everyone's gonna be on your head. Oh, like you didn't tweet you, about it, right? Yeah, now. you didn't do. You didn't put this guy in. I'm like, okay, yeah, <laughs> just trying not, to have fun. I'm just trying. We're just trying to cook. Man. We're just trying to joke around. Can't we're laugh. Trying, we can't boys. laugh with the boys. Can't <laughs> <laughs> have a good time. Send a laugh. Bro. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> you mentioned Drew. I was curious. Uh, now that you're headed to the Saints, have you had much interaction with Drew, or have you seen? Because I saw public comments that he made about you just yeah. about how excited he was and how much he thought you would work well with Carmichael. But I um, yeah. was just curious what, uh, what that relationship is like. Oh, it's been great. Um, Drew reached out and, um, I asked him a lot of questions before I made my decision. Um, I remember I was in Mexico and I caught, he, he called and we got on the phone and I asked a lot of questions about the city and about the team and about coaches and players and all that. And uh, he was so so kind to take the time to do that, and um, he actually wanted, wanted me to play in some golf thing with him. I, I think we have OTAs or something like during that. Um, but it's been really cool to have that relationship. And Peyton reached out and sent me Archie's number and sent me you know his brother Cooper's number, and you know they both reached out and like so like you know to have Drew and Archie you know and um, you know reaching out and you know just they just want to see you succeed you know and. I think that that's really cool to have, you know, to have former Saint quarterbacks um, not trying to pick you apart and, you know, not trying to, you know, put a hole everywhere and try and skew people's eyes in certain directions. But they just want what's best for you because what's best for you is what's best for the Saints, you know. Yeah. And uh, I think that's a beautiful thing. It's probably something that I'll take with me when I'm a former Raider and former Saint quarterback that – I'll be more like those those two guys and trying to see the next whoever succeed. And stylistically, you and Drew actually have quite a lot of similarities. I'd say even that's something that Drew talked about was just the um, the ability to get to the line and try to have the best play every time, whether that's making adjustments or whatever it is. And yep. that's something that'll be cool to see. Yeah, it, it, it's it's really cool. It was really cool when we, when we would battle because you know it was. I think total in the game, hand signals, audibles, protection adjustments, run game adjustments, mm-hmm. all those kind of things. Like it would, it was the list. You know, mm-hmm. if you compared them when when we played each other to when other people played each other, I think I think those times of all those checks would be really high. Yeah, yeah. Know, where we get to the line, or even in the huddle, it's like you get a thing, but you see the coverage, and as they're lining up or breaking their huddle, and you're like, oh, so and so, hey, check da da da. Like, uh, it'd be interesting to see because I've always admired him so much. You know, his accuracy, his mental side of his game, um, his athletic athletic ability to move in the pocket and find a completion. Um, it's really cool. I think uh, at the end of your career, whenever you're, like, about to retire, you should sign one day so the whole bunch of the team, so any theme team I make in any future Madden, I can just keep on. I'm going to make a request that when I retire someday, mm-hmm. so my nephews – Please, Madden. So for my nephews, mm-hmm. ultimate exactly. teams. Yeah, they can put me on any theme team. Yeah, they want. can you get every thirty-two? Yeah. Can I get all the Kims <laughs> and the Legends Kim? Yeah, and the Legends Kim. Yeah, because if you're old, they just put Legend on it. Yeah, that, that DC four Raiders Legends card is gonna be so sick. <laughs> it's gonna be cool. It'll be cool. But some of those Legends are not that old either. Yeah, my that's what hurts me. Philip one. Philip Rivers. Yeah, Philip Retired like Richard, last year. I see Richard right? Sherman. I'm like, that feels soon. <laughs> that, that feels a little soon, but it's just old. Yeah. Um, yeah. I saw uh, another fan uh, wanted to ask, 
Uh, I know you've talked about it before, but just real quick, what was it like reuniting with Tay for in the pro level? Oh, it was great. And he had one of his best years. You know, mm-hmm. everyone, which was hilarious. Before the year, like, yo, he's not going to have anything. He's going <laughs> to, all right, dude. Uh, we'll see. You know, and he had a fantastic year. And, um, you know, I look forward to him doing that and continuing his Hall of Fame career. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's been awesome to watch. Um, it was fun to be a part of. Um, you know, he's, he's an amazing player. You know, you, you think of something and you think of something as you put it out there and, and you, you see this, the creativity side of it and you, you like the Kansas city one, you know, I saw that in my head before that. And we were like, I was like, Josh, if we put him on a pump, you know, it'd be awesome to hit him and that double team will split it. And he's like, yeah. And Josh was great. He's like, yeah, let's do it. And he called it third, you know, whatever it was. And we hit it and he has the ability to see it the way you see it. Yeah. You know, not everyone can see in the moment, you know, when it's happening, the way you see it, you know, there's many times I've thrown a post or I've thrown something. I'm like, you'll see me like, like, how'd you, you know, uh-huh. it's like me with you on Madden. How'd you not see that? <laughs> how'd you not, that's the window uh-huh. or whatever. Um, but you know, he has a unique ability to see that and attack people and do all that. So it was really fun, really fun to do that, to, to say that we did it at the college level, at the pro level. And mm-hmm. he had amazing production and, um, you know, that's, that'll always be, cool when we're old and playing golf someday yeah and that kind of ties into a, another fan's question uh what is your favorite moment as a raider was that it playing with uh was it green eye of tay was it getting drafted do you have a single moment that you can think about i know it's hard because you know it was a, a lot almost a decade you know um <laughs> it felt like every time i broke a record it was a loss so i didn't get to enjoy those <laughs> <laughs> like all, all the other ones you know i think um that's why they should have done like uh, when LeBron broke the record. They paused the game so yeah. that the Lakers didn't get to lose till afterwards. <laughs> that's right. That's so you just stop it midway through, yes. and, and then celebrate, and then you, you have know what, the that's loss. probably on me. I should have stormed the field to give you that. Time. You should have stormed the field. <laughs> yeah, you know, I should have stormed the field. I mean, like, you know. can I get a little? Can I get a little confetti? <laughs> just kidding. Um, you know, the records and all those things were cool. You know, and seeing them on the jumbotron and hearing the you know, reception of those things, and um, from you know. Kenny Stabler's, you know, daughter and, um, you know, different people's families and all that. Uh, you know, they made me a cool video of all the quarterbacks saying congratulations. Those were cool moments. Um, you know, I think, you know, I think the year that really just sticks out to me is that, that year when Coach Passaccia ter- took over. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been on a team with so much love for one another. I've never been on a team that fought for each other like that. I've never been on a team where there was so much unity and you know there was a great function there you know and for me i think my greatest memory was at that moment we had a decision to make and our team decided that we weren't going to give in you know um, when rich took over and we decided that no we're going to make something out of this and it didn't end in a super bowl but we did go to the playoffs for the second time you know in my career there and for the second time in 30 years there you know and um you know to be a part of that uh, team um, is something that's special to me. You know that team was that team was special. You know mm-hmm. I loved that team so much. I loved the leadership. You know I'll never forget this, and I, I don't even know if I've told this story. Um, I think one of my favorite memories was the night before we played the Chargers in that in that uh, last week of the season, and it was like win and get in or whatever the situation, and then it turned into a tie or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. And the night before, Rich called me into his office, and he did it with a couple of guys, but he called me in, and he just began to show me some, some highlight plays. And he was just, he wasn't saying anything. He's like, just sit down. In his, you know, in his way that he does, he goes, sit down, like this. And he starts showing some plays, and, and I don't know what he's going to show me. I was like, he's going to yell at me, like, what are we doing? <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm ready, you know. And whatever he says, I'm going to say, mm-hmm. He's showing these plays, and I'm stepping in, I'm throwing it, I'm getting blasted, and another one I step in and get hit, and another one I take off running, and another one is, uh, you know, someone blew an assignment, and we end up, like, going like this and tossing it, and then Josh makes a great run, and, you know, and then I'm scrambled for a first down, and, you know, and then, then he shows a bad play, but then he shows my reaction, and, then he show, and he, he's like, if you're this guy tomorrow, we're going to go to the playoffs, and we're going to do something that hasn't been done in 60 years, where an interim coach comes in and, the team takes us to playoffs, but it's going to be because of you guys. It's going to yeah. be because you guys made the decision, and that'll be a special thing if you do that tomorrow. I went to bed that night, and I said, there's no chance we lose that game. Yeah. <laughs> there's no chance. You know, there, I, I said, I'm going to do exactly what this man asked me to do. Yeah. And I'm going to do it because I love him, mm-hmm. you know, right. and I'll do anything for this guy. And it was hard. 
it was a tough game. It was physical. It was tough. And we pulled it out. And I remember hugging him and saying, I told you I got your back, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that might be my favorite memory. I got some really cool ones with Gruden. I got some really cool ones with Ole and different guys. But I think that one might be my favorite. I think it was just special for like us as a family, just watching you finally get to actually play in a playoff game with the Raiders, the team you love so much. I was like, finally, bro. We were cooking too, man. Uh huh. Especially though, I mean, I'm, uh, I don't, you don't have to say anything, but I am uh, on the team of if you didn't get hurt in 2016, you would have been MVP and Super Bowl champ. So I'm just gonna, you know, throw that out there. Uh, we were, I would MVP that year. Yeah, if you yeah. if you weren't hurt, I believe that Raiders team would have been Super Bowl champs for sure. Yeah. Which is crazy. Which, on a roll. It was mm-hmm. it was insane to watch. And the team we lost in the playoffs, we just beat Mexico earlier. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so, yeah, I mean, what could have been? Yeah. The, the, that was also the very first game DCA went to watch. When no, you hurt your leg. Not. Yeah. When you hurt your leg. Very first game he went. Bruh. Did <laughs> <laughs> you ever come back to you know, <laughs> Is he invited to New Orleans this year? Or yeah. he can't come back to can't come to the first one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I, I still think uh, I don't know if you have more questions. As we wrap it up, I think it's cool. Kenny Stabler also ended his career in New Orleans. I'm, I'm not saying you're going to end your career in New Orleans yeah. or whatever, but yeah, uh, look yeah. At here. <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to put in a box. I'm yeah, just saying. Put, put me in a box. Well, you, you were just asking him to sign one days all over the yeah, all over the country. Yeah, yeah what's going on now? <laughs> it's gonna be a month full of signings. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got 30 more teams to get through. That's true. My bad. <laughs> yeah, I forgot you got 30 more teams to get through. And some of those signings are going to break some hearts. I'll too. be watching the Giants. <laughs> I'll be watching the Giants in Houston one like this. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, man. But yeah, no, I, that's cool. You know, mm. and the Stabler family have been so great to me. Yeah, um, and I'm so thankful and grateful to them um, for those times. And now, hopefully, you know they can still root for me. You know, I'll be uh, in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. When you signed with the Saints, you knew a lot of the weapons that you're going to have on offense. How did it feel to? Be like, oh, we, we need another running back. Let's just pick up the guy that rushed for more touchdowns last year than anybody else. <laughs> you know what's really exciting is, you know, when you get around, like, some guys that are really – when you get around an organization that's been so successful, you know, they've mm-hmm. won a lot of games and they've had the same GM forever. Mickey's mm-hmm. been there forever. Yeah. And I think players are good. And when yeah. – those teams that have been successful sign those players. You're like, I may know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Like, you're like, yeah, I might actually uh-huh. know. And so, like, I love Jamal. Yeah, uh-huh. Jamal's also one of the, just the most fun guys to watch. And he's hilarious. hilarious. He's hilarious. He texted me like <laughs> Pikachu pictures. I don't want to say the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, but he's sending me pictures and stuff, and he's great. Mm-hmm. You know, I love him. Uh, but you know, I think. You see a guy that had all the touchdowns. And then yeah. the same time, I was like, first of all, where do we get all the money? <laughs> where do we get this money? Yeah. My man Kai in New Orleans, that man be wheeling and dealing. Uh, and, uh, but no, it's, it's funny, man. We signed him. I was like, dude, this is awesome. Uh-huh. You know? And you start seeing all the signings, and you're like, like we signed Lonnie Johnson. I'm like, bro, that guy's a baller. I've uh-huh. always loved him. You know, he's so talented. And then we sign him, and you're like, I was right. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think so, too. You know? I just can't even picture, like, the, like, you know, I'm not a GM or uh, whatever, but, uh, like, the packages. You, Taysom, Jamal, uh, Kamara when he's healthy, Olave, Michael Thomas. Uh-huh. It's insane. I think the only chance I can get a Taysom run. Like, I was like, Taysom, let me get one. <laughs> can I just have one? It, yeah. it may only take one for me to be like, bro, it's all yours. Yeah. You know? We need you to finally catch a touchdown. That's what we need. <laughs> I need a catch. So. Yeah. Now, hey, look, man, Taysom, bro, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> I am ready, but whip that thing to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now you're also reuniting with Jonathan Abram, too. That's, That's right. true. And just I, signed. I was begging him, too. I was like, you know, he was going through the process. I was like, bro, come be a saint. Mm-hmm. Like, stop playing. You know, like, come back. Let's let's do what we can. Let's see if we can go try and win the South and see what happens after that. But let's, man, let's have fun because I love, I love John. He's a great, great teammate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he gives, plays so hard. You know, he's not perfect like none of us we're not perfect but when you play with that much effort and that physicality um you're like do you want that kind of guy on your team now so i think his uh rookie year was your hard knocks year right yes mm-hmm. yeah no, yep. i was like this guy is incredible he's just you look at him you're like he's giving effort like yeah, he absolutely just, he just can't, can't, he just doesn't know how to say salmon that is the one memorable moment from uh hard knocks is that mm-hmm. one yep anything else it. yeah i think that's it that's it hey yeah it's sad Thanks for uh, flying out here for the pod. Yeah, I think you're flying out for the pod, nothing else. Uh, I literally flew out here mm -hmm. on my own dime. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm going right back. Yeah, he's gone. That just tells you what kind of podcast we are, that we've got 
starting NFL quarterbacks yeah, flying to dying us. to get on the pod that they would fly yeah. out. I mean, your list back. is so long. I'm glad you could fit me in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys were like, dude, I, the only time that works for us. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, we had to push back Tom Brady actually to yeah, do this. Tom, we were supposed to film with Tom today. Tom, Tom's busy. Yeah, he. I was like, we're good. Yeah, Tom's busy. It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank fun. you, Derek. Man, hopefully next time we have you on, we'll have uh, DCA and DC 75 with you. That would be great. <laughs> that, I don't know. I don't, that couch might not fit everybody. Say, well, <laughs> it might not fit everything we want to say. Yeah. I just, uh, I don't know if I want to be on that podcast. Yeah. I'm we gonna need go, a, I'm going to go ahead and say this now. Anything that Darren or David Carr says <laughs> is not coming from yeah. me. I'm going to go ahead and separate myself. Yeah. Now, they are my brothers, and I will protect them mm-hmm. until I'm blue in the face. Yep. But I'm looking in the camera. They are grown men, and they speak for themselves. <laughs> Like for that podcast, we need to get a couple extra mics, but some of them might not need to be plugged in. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. correct. Dan's mic uh, will be talking. It'll sound like like uh, <laughs> <laughs> he'd be so mad. You would never talk to him again. You need to have uh, you need to have uh, uh, sophomore tight end Tyler Carr on the podcast, mm-hmm. and everything that he says and don't tell him is just never forget it's when like Tyler Bowen the first podcast by hitting the laugh oh, track over and over yeah. that's real I, life I, I went to I put my headset to end it and there was just <laughs> clapping laughing all, all these sound effects all his, his quote to me was what's wild is I knew I was bringing the podcast but I couldn't stop pressing the button <laughs> <laughs> oh, be, we'd be in the middle of talking and then he'd hit wah, wah, wah. <laughs> oh my gosh that's hilarious that's right. so funny well thank you again Derek for coming on it's been great thank you love you right. good luck this season appreciate it go Saints who did who that uh, go uh, ain't it funny like when someone was at college hat and you don't know their mascot uh huh <laughs> go Mustangs I'm just kidding I know. ride high <laughs> ride high <laughs>